Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. Oh, it's David Cox. <laughs> and I'm Josh Matheson. And this week we're looking at chapters 19 and 20 of Pinocchio. Mm. Now, if I remember the mini blurb from last week, it was Pinocchio finds out the coins are stolen and gets sentenced to four months in prison or something yeah, along this, those lines. In this wasn't justice it? system, the victims was like, what happened? Uh, I got it, robbed. It's like, <laughs> how dare you? Four months prison, no parole. <laughs> yeah, he's had a day. Yeah. It's victim shaming almost as well, isn't it? It's like the lessons that kids are going to walk away from this is, oh, if someone does something horrible to me, I better not say anything because otherwise I'll end up in trouble. <laughs> yeah. It, it should go, no, if you if you accurately report it to the authorities, then justice, justice will, will be, be done. Yeah. Yeah. And they go, oh, okay, now I, I, know, I know right from wrong. Because that's how these fairy tales normally unfold. You get your comeuppance. You get your just desserts. People who are good receive good. People who are bad receive bad. It's meant to be this whole fairy tale karma thing to the story. So when a when a good character gets punished for something that isn't their fault, it's very unfair. And I think it's very hard to palette that as well. I'm just worried that if Pen- if Pinocchio does have some sort of happy ending, he's going to be so disillusioned with life that he's just going to be like, I just don't care. What have you got? Yeah. Oh, I- I'm going to be a real boy. Great. Because all that's going to happen is I'm probably going to be have my legs cut off by some barbarous <laughs> lunatic or something. So just, I oh, don't care. <laughs> What's also interesting this on that is when you think Pinocchio, you think uh, puppet becomes real boy. That's like, that would be yeah, 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 Daily Mail headline. And one, he's not at any point expressed that, well, that he, he, he has, that he wants to be a real yeah, boy. Yeah, there's no desire. That there's any difference between him being a puppet and being a real boy. He doesn't seem to be any more of a disadvantage. No. And he seems to just be acting as if he's already human. So it's... Uh, All they've actually introduced weird. to him is mortality. So he's gone from being an immortal wooden little boy who can, like, <laughs> walk through knife attacks and come out unscathed. <laughs> to turning him into a piece of meat that's eventually going to die. Yeah, great. Thanks, Blue Fairy. <laughs> what did you do that for? <laughs> oh, no. I'm having an existential crisis now. Thank you for introducing death into my life. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a chapter in this book. Like, Geppetto's going to uh, sit down and tell him about dying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're oh, so morbid. About right. Well, on that note, <laughs> shall we uh, see what's going on? Yes. <laughs> chapter 19 if the marionette had been told to wait a day instead of 20 minutes the time could have seemed longer to him he walked impatiently to and fro and finally turned his nose toward the field of wonders and as he walked with hurried steps his heart beat with an excited tick-tack tick-tack just as if it were a wall clock and his busy brain kept thinking, What if, instead of a thousand, I should find two thousand? Or instead of two thousand, I should find five thousand? Or one hundred thousand? I'll build myself a beautiful palace, with a thousand stables filled with a thousand wooden horses to play with, a cellar overflowing with lemonade and ice cream soda, and a library of candies and fruits, cakes and cookies. His expectations are going to go really high now when he goes home. 
and like mm. Geppetto's like, good news, I got you a banana. It's like, well, I was dreaming <laughs> of palaces and beauty earlier. Yeah, but yeah, really, okay. really had my heart set on the library of candy. Thus amusing himself with fancies, he came to the field. There he stopped to see if, by any chance, a vine filled with gold coins was in sight. But he saw nothing. He took a few steps forward, and still nothing. He stepped into the field. He went up to the place where he had dug the hole and buried the gold pieces. Again, nothing. Pinocchio became very thoughtful, and forgetting his good manners altogether, he pulled a hand out of his pocket and gave his head a thorough scratching. I love how that's being impolite. <laughs> Just scratching yeah. his head. I thought he was going, and, that... and forgetting all of his politeness, turned round and said, <laughs> it's like it'll be you know when they do that um it, he he goes that and then it zooms out and then all the birds fly away yeah and it's like it's, that, it's always that cut through of like it's um the serengeti or the birds flying away and you can hear it founding off all the echoes echoes of all the walls yeah <laughs> as he did so he heard a hearty burst of laughter close to his head he turned sharply and there just above him on the branch of a tree sat a large parrot, busily preening his feathers. What are you laughing at? Pinocchio asked peevishly. And then he responds, said parrot. I mean, do you want to just do the stereotypical parrot voice? Because we know that Josh can do it and he does it well. Oh, but he laughed. So we could do that. And then every time you get to a comma, you've just got to do <laughs> like a big laugh. I hate these like ones. <laughs> Classic parrot with some kind of a cackle. Yes. Yeah. I'm laughing because <laughs> and preening my feathers, I tickled myself under the wings. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great cover. He tickled himself. Oh yeah, no, I'm not laughing at you. I acc- I was thinking of something really funny that happened last week. <laughs> like, such a good cover. <laughs> I'm going to try that next time. Stop <laughs> laughing at me. No, I tickled myself. I think if you were tickling yourself in public, you'd get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> the marionette did not answer. He walked to the brook, filled his shoe with water, and once more sprinkled the ground, which covered the gold pieces. Another burst of laughter, <laughs> even more impertinent than the first, was heard in the quiet field. <laughs> He's such an idiot thinking the water's the problem. It's like you've planted gold thinking it's going to grow, Pinocchio. Bless him. I love, it's just like, this parrot is such a dick. Yeah. He's just (laughs) sat there and just laughing at this poor, not explaining the situation. Oh, dude, you've been stitched up, mate. Yeah. You want to go over there. And just laughing. Like, in a way, he's one of my favourite characters we've ever had. Out and out mockery. In a way, he's representative of pretty much of our entire generation who, instead of helping people when they do things something stupid, just get their camera phones out and record them and post them on the (laughs) internet. (laughs) I love the idea that the the parrot's just, like, live-streaming it. Yeah, he's a Gen Zer. He's just like, yeah, this is going on TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, cried the marionette angrily this time. May I know, Mr. Parrot, what amuses you so? 
I am laughing at those simpletons who believe everything they hear and who allow themselves to be caught so easily in the trap set for them. <laughs> He's gone slightly Popeye. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's I a new voice, even it. though we've kind of brought yeah. back the classic. It's good. It d- it develops. I can't even remember it from line to line. If I'm no, honest. it's great. <laughs> do you perhaps mean me? I certainly do mean you, poor Pinocchio. It's weird that he knows his name. Everyone seems to know his name. Is it written on his Everyone head? Everyone knows his name. Does Probably. he just? Is it like know? the Truman Show? <laughs> it's just like yeah, everyone's in it, in on it. Yeah, and like everyone's watch. Everyone's watching from like just just over the brow of the hill. Everyone's like just having a good laugh at this day out. And him not actually being made of wood. He's just been told he's made of wood. And actually, he never gets turned into a real boy. He's always been a real boy. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be too trippy for my brain. <laughs> but and then he goes to he goes to the edge of the wood, and there's those are like stop signs, and he's like no. And yeah. then he gets to the end and he opens it up and he's in like modern day Rome. It's like, what? <laughs> so that's what Pinocchio would be like if it was directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's not the story we're telling. <laughs> One of those new live actions coming out might be like that. You who are such a little silly as to believe that gold can be sold in a field just like beans or squash. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe that once, and today I am very sorry for it. Oh, so you see someone who's been duped before as well. I guess so. Today, but too late, I have reached the conclusion that in order to come by money honestly, one must work and know how to earn with hand or brain. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, said the marionette, who was beginning to tremble with fear. Too bad? (laughs) I'll explain myself better, said the parrot. While you were away in the city, the fox and the cat returned here in a great hurry. They took the four gold pieces which you have buried and ran away as fast as the wind. If you could catch them, you're a brave one. So they didn't steal it during the bit where he was getting the water. Pinocchio left the field with them, went into the city... Yeah. Walked around for 20 minutes. They came back, stole the coins, and then, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. Also, a bit of story weren't really told. They were just sort of like, wait 20 minutes. Yeah. Apparently, he's gone He's gone shopping, popped to get a McFlurry, come back, and then it's all happened. But this is so why really... him going into the city makes no sense. He's got no money to do or buy anything. Oh, uh, yeah. He's literally invested it all into a hedge fund. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great pun. I enjoyed that one. Well done. Thank you. Pinocchio's mouth opened wide. He would not believe the parrot's words and began to dig away furiously at the earth. He dug and he dug till the hole was as big as himself. But no money was there. Every penny was gone. In desperation, he ran to the city and went straight to the courthouse to report the robbery to the magistrate. The judge was a monkey, a large gorilla venerable with age. 
course it was. A flowing white beard covered his chest, and he wore gold-rimmed spectacles from which the glasses had dropped out. The reason for wearing these, he said, was that his eyes had been weakened by the work of many years. Pinocchio, standing before him, told his pitiful tale word by word. He gave the names and the descriptions of the robbers and begged for justice. The judge listened to him with great patience. A kind look shone in his eyes. He became very much interested in the story. He felt moved. He almost wept. When the marionette had no more to say, the judge put out his hand and rang a bell. At the sound, two large mastiffs appeared, dressed in carabiners' uniforms. <laughs> then the magistrate, pointing to Pinocchio, said in a very solemn voice, I was going to say, could we just do it in like a really boring vicar voice? What's a boring vicar voice? Can you do it like the Princess Bride vicar? Yeah. This poor simpleton has been robbed of four gold pieces. Take him, therefore, and throw him into prison. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving the non-pronounced R's. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say we haven't had like any characters with speech impediments. Oh, this is a this is a whole it opens up a whole new level of non-PC voices. <laughs> <laughs> the marionette on hearing this sentence passed upon him was thoroughly stunned. He tried to protest, but the two officers clapped their paws on his mouth and hustled him away to jail. So they didn't actually give any logic as to why he was imprisoning him. He just said He's had gold coins stolen, take him to jail. Yeah. Well, I started off with, you know, this poor fella, and then it was, yeah. you know, this poor, this poor idiot. Is this just um, like upside downtown, like opposite day place? There he had to remain for four long, weary months. And if it had not been for a very lucky chance, he would probably have had to stay there longer. Wait, he actually stayed there for the full four months? Yeah. <laughs> Blimey. He did it. He, st- he served his time. I'm surprised the author didn't write the months. I know. Just like Pinocchio Month in the canteen. One. Someone picking a fight with him and bullying him. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that they left out Pinocchio's first shower experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I dropped the soap. No, 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 I'm no. sure that's okay. <laughs> Other prison experiences may have to say differently. Um, <laughs> trying to do a disclaimer. At least he's protected against shivings. That's true. He's, he's shiv-proof. He could actually rise to the top as the big dog. No one can hurt him. He's a wooden boy that can get things. Yeah. We're probably giving too much of a, uh, a modern interpretation of prison. It's he's true. probably just been in a small cell by himself for four Yeah, months. shackled to the floor. Close every door to Yeah, me. it'll be like that. <laughs> go sing. <laughs> Back in my windows. <laughs> go on, <laughs> David. A touch of my neck. See, in my head, I've got, he had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how would that be then? Uh, Me and this fox and this cab were walking down the road. (laughs) And then he walked into my knife. We went to the Red Lobster. Fourteen times. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? It'd just be like, pop, lobster. Lip (laughs) shits. It's got to be some kind of like, (laughs) schlongetti. For my dear children, you must know that it happened just then 
that the young emperor who ruled over the city of Simple Simons had gained a great victory over his enemy, and in celebration thereof he had ordered illuminations, fireworks, shows of all kinds, and best of all, the opening of all prison doors. As long as all the prisoners are simply, you know, just victims who have been... There's no rapists or murderers in the land of Simple Simons. And then all the serial killers of the town ran out (laughs) and slaughtered everybody. And I've torn up the sexual offenders register. (laughs) (laughs) And it was basically the purge. The end. (laughs) Yeah. If the others go, I go too, said Pinocchio to the jailer. And then the jailer, who's not previously been introduced, but they speak, whoever they are. Just like, imagine he's a jailer who's had his two front teeth knocked out. Yeah, in a (laughs) fight with one of the prisoners. So there might be a slight kind of lisp element to it. Maybe his lips still a little bit fat, but kind of like normal voice, but just with a bit of a... I've just been smacked in the mouth. So you, yeah, you, you're gonna okay. you're gonna relax that bottom jaw and bring that <laughs> oh, tongue uh, forward. Uh, uh, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, it just sounds like I you've just, just bit your tongue. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I'm tunneling a little bit there. Yeah. It's, oh god, it's really horrible. Yeah. It really <laughs> <laughs> not not you, answered the jailer. <laughs> you you are one of those. I beg your pardon. Interrupted Pinocchio. I, too, am a thief. In that case, you are also free, said the jailer, taking off his cap. He bowed low and opened the door of the prison, and Pinocchio ran out and away with never a look backward. End of chapter. I can understand why a city that seems to be in such disarray has such a terrible justice and legal system. It is getting to Alice levels of randomness, isn't it? Yes. Definitely. Like, there is no rhyme or reasoning for that. I'm sure it started out, and I I got the vibe that it was going to be quite an extraordinary boy in an ordinary world. Yes. And it's gone a completely different direction. Yeah. Well, like, the fact that the two Mastiffs walk in in, like, some, like, costume. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mastiffs? Yeah. Why why did you just, like, throw that in casually? That's the thing. Yeah. There's not really a reason for the animals to be animals. Why is it that now we've left Geppetto's village, every single person he comes in contact with is an animal? Is there just yeah, one know. city of humans? Is that is that what the vibe is? Is he just tripping balls? Well, I feel like he's just walked out of all sense of normality yeah. the moment he left the theatre. And even that was a bit weird. Hmm. The cat and the fox have a four-month head start now to get ahead of him. They could be anywhere. There's no chance of him getting that money back. I don't think he cares at this stage. Mm. I think he's just like, do you know what? I should never have bunked off school. Let's just go home. <laughs> I do love the idea of like him running into them again and the, the cat just has one of those little midget dolly hands on the end of his paw. <laughs> <laughs> A Jamie Lannister <laughs> golden hand. <laughs> no, they don't sell prosthetics for cats. So no. everything else is a paw and then he's got a hand and it just looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's human so size. So it's a small cat that's not even two <laughs> foot long and it's got this hand. <laughs> this is like, oh, it's bigger than my head. <laughs> oh, it's probably it's a good weapon though. He'll probably be able to slap a few people yeah. silly with that. He just slaps he just slaps people for money now. <laughs> <laughs> Millie blub. Mini blub. Mini blub. What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? Right, I'm first. What's happening? Pinocchio leaves 
the city of simple simons and hopes to pick up the cold trail of the fox and the cat and ends up going on a kill bill samurai revenge mission (laughs) Uh, he gets trained in kung fu and decides that his honor has been left in tatters and he must go and regain it this is fantastic (laughs) david i'm gonna play it safe pinocchio leaves the jail and thinks about returning home to Pino- uh, to Geppetto. Okay, that, and that's that's where you're going to stop. Yeah, I'm going to be really boring because at this point I want points. You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who even are you? <laughs> okay, David, I'm going to give you one seventeenth of a point oh, because he does indeed uh, leave his current location, and that's as far <laughs> as well. That wasn't that wasn't a given last in the last chapter. So that's exactly, no, it's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the same denomination. I'm going to give you three seventeenths. Uh, I love that my wild one got more points. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only because uh, it, has a, it has a similar structure to the, to the answer in that he leaves his current location to do something, but then ends up doing something even more bizarre. Oh, that's okay. Yes. There's a little right. bit more. Yes. Okay. Brilliant. Bring there. it on. So, so the, the mini blurb for chapter 20. Freed from prison, Pinocchio sets out to return to the fairy, but on the way he meets a serpent and later is caught in a trap. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. So it's unfortunate person in literary history. Definitely. (laughs) And the thing is, is that there are like 36 chapters of him being unfortunate as well. (laughs) You just cannot catch a break. (laughs) <laughs> this is the original series of unfortunate it events, is. isn't it? This is the original Mr. Bean, where <laughs> like this idiot yeah. just bumbles into situations and just makes them oh, worse. I really want to do. I really want someone to do some fan art as Pinocchio, but wearing Mr. Bean's suit and like a wooden <laughs> teddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we should probably stop just chatting nonsense and actually get on with the next chapter. <laughs> yeah, chapter twenty. Fancy the happiness of Pinocchio on finding himself free. Without saying yes or no, he fled from the city and set out on the road that was to take him back to the house of the lovely fairy. It had rained for many days, and the road was so muddy that at times Pinocchio sank down almost to his knees, but he kept on bravely. Tormented by the wish to see his father, and his fairy sister with azure hair, he raced like a greyhound. As he ran, he was splashed with mud, even up to his cap. How unhappy I have been, he said to himself, and yet I deserve everything, for I am certainly very stubborn and stupid. I will always have my own way. I won't listen to those who love me and have more brains than I. But from now on, I'll be different and I'll try to become the most obedient boy. I have found out beyond any doubt whatever that disobedient boys are certainly far from happy and that in the long run, they always lose out. I wonder if father is waiting for me. Will I find him at the fairy's house? It is so long, poor man, since I have seen him and I do so want his love and his kisses. And will the fairy ever forgive me for all I have done? She who has been so good to me and whom I owe my life. Can there be a worse or more heartless boy than I am anywhere? 
Q Serpent. <laughs> Q Serpent. That's all I was thinking the entire time. And he's like, I certainly am stupid and I can be stubborn. I'm like, cue the, cue the snake. <laughs> go, 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 go. I just love it because every single time he has a moment of self-awareness, just this thing just T-bones him off the right track and just sends him <laughs> off this way. <laughs> It's great. Ah. It's chaos. It's, it's brilliant. Absolute chaos. It really brilliant. <laughs> As he spoke, he stopped suddenly, frozen with terror. What was the matter? An immense serpent lay stretched across the road. A serpent with a bright green skin, fiery eyes which glowed and burned, <laughs> and a pointed tail that smoked like a chimney. Oh, smoky tail. A smoky tail? Yeah, his tail is smoking oh, like a It's a, a bit chimney. like a dragon. Mm. Well, sort of. Yeah. Fire serpent. How frightened was poor Pinocchio. He ran back wildly for half a mile and at last settled himself atop a heap of stones to wait for the serpent to go on his way and leave the road clear for him. He waited an hour, two hours, three hours, but the serpent was always there, and even from afar, one could see the flash of his red eyes and the column of smoke which rose from his long, pointed tail. Pinocchio, trying to feel very brave, walked straight up to him and said in a sweet, soothing voice, I beg your pardon, Mr. Serpent. Would you be so kind as to step aside to let me pass? He might as well have talked to a wall. The serpent never moved. Once more, in the same sweet voice, he spoke. You must know, Mr. Serpent, that I am going home, where my father is waiting for me. It is so long since I have seen him. Would you mind very much if I passed? He waited for some sign of an answer to his questions, but the answer did not come. On the contrary, the green serpent, who had seemed until then wide awake and full of life, became suddenly very quiet and still. His eyes closed, and his tail stopped smoking. Is he dead, I wonder? said Pinocchio, rubbing his hands together happily. Without a moment's hesitation, he started to step over him. But he had just raised one leg when the serpent shot up like a spring, and the marionette fell head over heels backward. He fell so awkwardly that his head stuck in the mud, and there he stood with his legs straight up in the air. At the sight of the marionette kicking and squirming like a young whirlwind, the serpent laughed so heartily and so long that at last he burst an artery and died <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> What was the point in that character? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's God. so hard to read that seriously. That's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> There's so much to unpick there. <laughs> I swear, this, <laughs> this novel is like the original Family Guy. Do you know what I mean? Just, just the most <laughs> random, off the wall, ridiculous, pointless nonsense. It's, it's, it's great. Horrendous. Oh, but unlike, um, 
Alice's adventures, which was just weird with with without. I think much comic timing because he was too busy trying to be funny with puns. Yeah, there are yeah, some yeah. moments yeah. of this book that have been brilliant, like just hilarious. Like, what's it? I, I hope when they do the live action remake, they just keep everything in and just let everyone just be <laughs> yeah. just bask in the absolute. <laughs> ma- it's absolute mania. Like, it's not only yeah. that. Like, in terms of like the arc of the story, he's having this like really profound. Like, even I mean, he's had a few. And then it's like, oh, the snake. Oh, it's like the snake in the Bible. Oh, it's like temptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. No, 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 no. no. It's just a big (laughs) snake that's on fire who pops his clogs from laughing too hard. I I love the fact you went to so much detail to describe it. You burst an artery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, that's, that's, I think, my highlight of the book so far. That was brilliant. I think it might be mine as well. That was absolutely brilliant. Pinocchio freed himself from his awkward position and once more began to run in order to reach the fairy's house before dark. As he went, the pangs of hunger grew so strong that unable to withstand them, he jumped into a field and picked a few grapes that tempted him. Woe to him! No sooner had he reached the grapevine than crack went his legs. The poor marionette was caught in a trap set there by the farmer for some weasels which came every night to steal his chickens. <laughs> End of chapter. That was well short. Yeah, and weird. So there we were thinking that the serpent was going to be like this tempter, you know, to tempt him away and like, and was the one who led him into this trap. But no, the snake immediately dies after being introduced and he just stumbles blindly into the trap by accident. Yeah, it's like they've just shoehorned in the trap bit at the end that was not... Uh, what? Yeah. So he's just got a bear trap up to his knee. Hold him in there. He's caught in a trap. He can't walk out because I love you too much, baby. You read these mini blurbs and you're like, oh, okay, I know what's happening. And then this thing just hits you out of nowhere. I'm coming to kind of love the mini blurbs because... They give us just a little bit, but then actually they don't really give much away. Like, mo- more often than not, they sort of they're more of a misdirect than yeah. an actual spoiler alert. It's aren't true. They? I feel like we're past any kind of metaphor or anything that's meant to have any kind of literary meaning. I think it's just a weird, crazy story. It's just entertainment, and in like, that sense, it's succeeding. I'm very entertained. <laughs> Like if you read that chapter to like uh, any any like child group, they'd be laughing. Yeah, and exactly as a story that you would either read like let's read one chapter, you know, in 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 our classroom reading time on the reading carpet, or like a chapter before bed, like read by grandpa. It would just be hilarious. Yeah. it would just be like, what on earth is going to happen next? Yeah, it is just random. I almost think like he's written a story but used a dice. <laughs> and like he's, he's, he's got scenarios because that would be a fun way to write a book yeah like, i think he's got a hat with like just random animals and random actions and he's just picking them oh out. what he's got a hat by today a pinocchio huh yeah oh he goes attacked by a bear he goes on yeah. to daddy oh no a snake artery burst this is the author's voice mini blub mini blub mini blub what, what is happening what is happening, is happening? what is happening David Cox. Caught in the trap, Pinocchio is stuck, and the farmer 
comes out to discover him in the trap. So it's going to be something involving the farmer who owns the farm. Okay, okay, okay. Pinocchio realizes the farm is abandoned and that nobody's coming for him. So he chews his own leg off. If I lose this, I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost trying to see how outlandish I can be because what's hilarious <laughs> is I've been doing these stupid, stupid suggestions and still getting more points. <laughs> <laughs> I think the system's biased against you personally, David. Josh is the monkey judge when it comes to assigning points of fractions. I'm the monkey judge. I just get random. It's just whatever plucks springs to mind. I got a banana yeah. for a point last week. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, no, well, I can tell you, um, Matt, that you, um, you're going to get just a one hundredth of a point because Pinocchio's in it. That's all you're getting for that one. I know. Well, you can't win everyone, can you? However, on the flip side, David's going to get half a point. (gasps) That's too much. That puts me really... No, no. no. I can can quantify it because literally it's a mini blurb of two halves. And he got one of the halves. So what are you supposed to do? Chapter 21's mini blurb. Pinocchio is caught by the farmer who uses him as a watchdog for his chicken coop. (laughs) (laughs) Does he like put a collar on him and like tie him up outside? I mean, I don't know. Hopefully you'll get a wage though. Like maybe this will become his, this will be Pinocchio's job. The thing is, is that you can tell this farmer doesn't know Pinocchio. Because a weasel is also a very crafty animal. And if he knew about Pinocchio's experiences with foxes, he would not trust him to protect his chickens. <laughs> the weasel just like, I'm the chicken coop inspector. I just need to check that everything's up to code and just walks out with all the chickens. <laughs> they don't even have to put a disguise on. You're right. They've no. just got a tie and a, a, a tie and a net notepad. <laughs> He's literally walking up with a bib and a knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. Well, if you have any thoughts or opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Or swing by our Twitter page. We've got a lovely handle. It's at lazybookclubpod. And we're exactly the same on Instagram. Did you know that? At lazybookclubpod. Thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then please do like, review, subscribe and share with all of your friends as well. Five stars. Yes, please. <laughs> Not to, uh, you know, fill out the voting form for you, but uh, yeah, that yeah. would be great. Five stars. <laughs> so we'll see you next week for chapter 21. Pinocchio gets found by the farmer and becomes a guard dog. Why not? We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Yeah. 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 That one. Well, you said the other day you wanted to go to batting. (laughs) Yeah, no. You did say. (laughs) A look a pillock. (laughs) Hey, listeners, um, Matt's Wi-Fi just died. So we're left alone and it's a bit like when your parents leave you at home for the first time (laughs) and we're home alone and we just want to raid the cupboards. Woo! We can do anything. Leave Matt a secret message for when he edits this. Oh my God, what's in that? What's in your room, Matt? Who is in your room, Matt? That's not you. 
<laughs> Matt. That's not your wife either. No, that's not your telly. <laughs> <laughs> that's an Easter egg. That's an Easter egg to find. I love that. Yeah, that's good.